Welcome back, welcome back. This is episode 60. That's right, 6-0 of Side Piece Season. Happy 4th of July. I'm your host, Dinero, and today's episode is all about complacency. That's right, complacency, the big bad C word, taking out relationships left and right, but doing so undetected. I was talking to my brother-in-law, and he was saying that there's a thought that if we're not struggling, everything is okay. And yeah, no, I, I was guilty of thinking the same thing, that if there's no problem, if there doesn't seem to be anything to pinpoint and say, yes, this big thing is wrong, then nothing is wrong. But that is not the case. If you're not growing, it's dying. You can't stay stagnant. It's just not a thing. It's not a thing. Change is constant. Growth is not. So just because little things are changing here and there does not mean that you're growing. And that's why complacency is such... Complacency is horrible. It doesn't look sexy. It doesn't garner a lot of attention. People don't bat an eye. They don't grab their pearls when they hear complacency. But complacency secretly is a heavy hitter. It's doing a lot of work. And probably because it's not a big thing, it's not sexy and stunning and eye-catching, ear-catching as the case may be in a podcast, people don't pay attention to it. But complacency, complacency is a problem, a big problem. So without further delay, let's get into episode 60. Can we clap it up for episode 60? That's pretty dope. I'm proud of it. Episode 60, 4th of July, complacency, let's go. There's this idea out there an expectation that once you found your person, everything should be cake and easy and it's on cruise control. That is not true at all. So let's just start there. But it's a great entryway or entry point into being complacent in your relationship, not putting forth the effort, reducing and ratcheting back your effort. And complacency does nothing good for your relationship. And it might not be that bad yet, but something is off. You've noticed it. You're just ignoring it for now. This is not the move. So let's talk about the habits that don't serve, like deviations from the baseline and ways to protect against complacency so that you don't slide off into the abyss of apathy and then not having a relationship. Think in your mind about a scale, one of those old school scales. It's got the two plates. On the first plate, we're going to put infidelity. Infidelity weighs five pounds. It's It's a hell of a five pounds, but it's just five pounds. That plate drops down. The other one goes up. Now, we've got this bag, and each item in the bag that's labeled complacency only weighs one pound. So the first thing we put on the scale on the empty plate is failure to prioritize a relationship, one pound. Distancing, one pound. Emotional indifference should be more than one pound. It's just one pound. Showing up as your worst self, being boring or less engaging, whack-ass sex, no quality time, all those add up to four more pounds. We're already at seven pounds, and we're not done yet. Now, we're going to go with uh, some poor communication or disinterested communication. That's a pound. Lastly, your sloppy appearance. That's another pound. All those together add up to nine pounds. All the things out of the complacency bag weigh much more than that one thing. Complacency is twice as bad as infidelity. And really, 
I can make the case that infidelity is just another type of complacency. DM me at sidepiece underscore season on Instagram if you want to talk about it. I'm more than ready. But complacency doesn't strike fear into anyone. Nobody's like, oh my God, I hope we don't break up because of complacency. It just doesn't seem like a big deal, but it is. Complacency is a subtle thief of joy. Not flashy. Nobody's worried about it, but it's there and it's a problem, a big problem. With complacency, you go down that slippery slope. Now you're into apathy and then you get to the point where you just don't even care and it doesn't matter at all. You might not even want to leave. If both people have fallen into complacency, the relationship will continue on. But what kind of relationship is that? Do you really want that relationship? Complacency is never helpful. I can't think of an instance or a situation where, uh, yeah, it just be a little bit more um, lackadaisical and that will solve everything. So why would you be complacent in a relationship that's supposed to be your main thing? The simplest reason and the simplest answer is that your brain requires a lot of energy. Considering the brain's like 2% of your body mass, 20% of all your energy goes to just brain power. So your brain wants to conserve as much energy as possible. So the least amount of work that it can do, it would rather do that. We're wired that way. Your brain's like, yeah, I don't have to worry about this. I got this on. Um, I'm just going to cruise control this. And you tend to take your foot off the gas, stop tending the garden, and things go badly as you would expect. How can you not put forth the effort and get a good result? It, only random chance would make that a thing. If this podcast was called Complacency Season and I came at you with that very monotone voice, you've gotten so used to everything. You put forth no effort. Maybe it's apathy. Maybe it's just boredom. Who knows? But you just don't put... Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody would tune into complacency season. It's boring to be a part of it. It's low energy. It eliminates expectations for something good to happen. It's just not... Nobody's getting excited about complacency. There's a fine line between being comfortable with something and being complacent. When you get to the point where you're complacent, you lose sight of your priorities. You stop keeping your number one as your number one, and eventually the apathy takes over and then nothing really matters, and you become a hamster on a hamster wheel of boredom and routine. So the question, how much complacency is there in your relationship right now? So let's look at the deviations from your baseline. When it comes to your styling, your appearance, how do you dress now compared to the first six months? How fit are you compared to the first six months? How fly is your hairstyle, your makeup? Uh, you know, How often do you really invest in your smell game to make sure that you, you look, smell, and feel as great as you can? Quality time. Do you communicate well enough to know and understand their challenges, fears, aspirations, all their goals today? Not what it used to be, today. Are you in there enough, asking enough questions so that you could speak for them to a certain degree? The activities that you do, are, are they bonding? Are you building from them? Or are they just you two co-located in a place, maybe even doing the same thing, but you're not together? There's nothing that's coming out of being together. This doesn't build you together in any way shape or form 
from an intimacy standpoint, it kind of goes back to the communication point, but what's the quality of your I love you's? Because nobody wants those weak ass I love you's, right? Put the phone down. Make eye contact. Touch me. I want you to look at me and tell me that you love me the way you used to tell me you love me. How's the sex? Is it whack? Do you even try anymore? Do you even care? Is it just a, a thing that you do on Saturday night? Complacency in these areas is the foundation to the friend zone within a long-term relationship. You know what I'm talking about. You know friends that they talk to you about how there's no passion and they're basically just roommates. You've heard that story before, I'm sure. And if you haven't, I'm telling it to you right now. It's a thing. And it's boring because one or both of them made it a habit to allow it to be boring, right? They're not putting forth the same effort that they would and should and could because they have, going back to that expectation, they're together with the right person, so it should be easy and they shouldn't have to work. Wrong answer. Because you gradually developed a habit of making it less passionate and making it boring. And and to be honest... I don't think that even in the best, most idealized, highly functioning relationship that you still have the same early dating levels of passion years and years in. I don't personally know that that's, I don't know that it's doable. I would not go as far as to say that it's impossible. I just don't know. I've never seen it. But you can remain pretty high up on the passion scale. You don't. It does not have to go away. It does not have to dissipate to nothing. One of the big problems with complacency is as you take shit for granted, you're invariably going to start to see some distance grow in between you. You're going to have some emotional indifference. Even if it was something that you didn't put your finger on, you get so used to things that you're not, you're not saying the right things, you're not doing the right things, and you're slowly but surely isolating and perhaps growing apart. Now, if I don't pay attention or seem interested in you anymore as, as the individual, what's going on in your day, what's going on in your head, if I don't come to you and ask you these questions and honestly show interest in you as the individual, it's easy for you to pull back. Now we're distancing. And if I'm not checking in, I don't know what's going on with you. You don't really know what's going on with me. It's difficult for us to talk to each other and not about big emotionally charged situations. We're literally not talking about anything. Think about it in the terms of your relationship. Shit's going south. Do you talk more or talk less? If you're yelling at each other and fighting and all that, that's not really talking, right? That's a fight. That's something completely different. That's whole, that's of course, that's obvious wrong energy. But when this distancing is happening, when we're not actually communicating all the time, we're just growing farther and farther apart. And at some point, we may not even care about that destination that we both agreed on in the beginning. And now maybe I'm thinking, you know, I'd be better off going this way on my own. It's that distancing. It's that emotional indifference. It's all adding up. You're having this difficulty talking. You know the signs. You, you've seen the signs. Maybe you tried to brush it under the carpet and pretend that it wasn't a big deal. 
difficulty talking, a little bit of distance. For a couple months, not a problem. But when you let that go on for multiple months, year, years, it's not going to end well. It doesn't work out to your advantage. You should be comfortable enough that you can look any kind of way in front of your partner. I don't expect you to have yourself completely styled up first thing in the morning. But when you never do it, or you only do it when you go out with your friends, that says something, doesn't it? Because you don't care enough to do that for me. Now, the counter argument that people will come with is that you shouldn't have to look a certain way all the time. It's not a show. You're not going anywhere. All of these are true, but again, it's a fine line. If you never do it, it says it says something. Think about it. Because complacency in your appearance kind of says, not I'm comfortable with you, but I don't give a shit what you think about how I look. Which message do you really want to send? Appearing sloppy, getting lax on the grooming, you're too comfortable. Ratchet it up. You're going to have to do better than that. So let's talk about fixing it. How do you keep your number one, number one? Well, again, a big part of this is your habits. So have you developed or allowed to develop habits that serve you? First thing you got to do is know yourself. You got to unpack all your BS. So this is where the constant refrain from me, you might need some therapy. You got to work it out with somebody talk it through, figure out some things about you and unpack all your BS. Because mindset is the most important thing for any endeavor. So be intentional. Act with the purpose. Speak with purpose. Be intentional with the person that you're with. Remember why you're with them. Coming into that, gratitude. Have gratitude for them. If they were gone right now, not tomorrow, not at the end of the week, if they were gone right now, How would your life change? Would you be happy with that? Along the lines of gratitude, be grateful for everything, small things, big things. Be grateful and help them by showing appreciation for the things that they do. Don't take it for granted. Don't be cocky. Don't expect that you should get anything. Appreciate it all and let it be known that you appreciate it. Stay engaged within that goals. Couple goals, hashtag couple goals. I'm not talking about the shit that's on the internet. I'm talking about you two sitting down together or however many of you there are, sitting down together and establishing goals for the relationship, expectations, things that you both want to do in the relationship together. One-year goal, five-year goal, 10-year goal, and revise as needed. Continue to address this. Keep this a focus because back to mindset, if you've got some relationship goals that you have clearly spelled out, written on paper, someplace where you can see them, keeps your mind focused on what's really important. Again, the goal is to keep your number one, number one. If a part of complacency is a habit turning into a rut, turning into apathy, you got to do something about the habit way back at the beginning, right? So you need a remix. Don't do the same thing every Friday, every Saturday. There's tons of things to do, and if you can't find things, make up things. Do different things all the time that you both can go all in on and enjoy and at least experience together because now you're increasing, if nothing else, the experiential intimacy. You probably talk more during it. Change things up. That's all I'm saying. Change things up. Switch it up, and that's going to help with the quality time. 
because now you're doing things together, which are bonding and building. This is a very important thing that goes overlooked. Tons of times people are sitting in the same room, but they're not together. You want to maintain those baselines. And when they change, make the change in elevation, go into a higher level rather than degrading. Whatever you do, don't allow complacency to take you out because it's a silent killer. For those of you that have seen Monty Python's Search for the Holy Grail, complacency is that little bunny rabbit at the very end. Looks small, cute, not dangerous at all, but it will take you out and destroy everything that you built. All of this is designed to keep you from experiencing emotional damage. (laughs) That's it for the 4th of July episode. Episode 60 is in the books. You guys have a fantastic 4th of July. Be safe. Have a great week. Fantastic weekend. And I'll see you back here again in a week. If you want to reach me on Instagram, you can do it at sidepiece underscore season. And as always, write, review, rate, review, star up, subscribe, all the things, all the things. It helps the show to grow. If you like the show, please tell a friend. And if you hated the show, please tell an enemy that you loved it so they'll come and listen to it instead. All right. Peace. Peace.